1: Welcome to Family Oneness, an exciting broadcast focused on God's families. Here, we will be discussing insightful, powerful, life-changing applications from the Word of God. I am your host, Bree Jackson, a pastor at Solid Rock Cathedral Faith Church, where the senior pastor is Bishop R.A. Jackson, located at 611 Amador Street in Vallejo, California. Thank you so much for joining us today bless you and welcome again to family oneness focused on the family a bible-centered time of encouragement sharing a word for fathers mothers sons daughters grand and godparents all that make up our family unit It's a word of strength and encouragement We say that the family is God's central design power unit for changing lives and strengthening faith. I'm your host, Pastor Bree Jackson. I'm a pastor at Salt Rock Cathedral Faith Church with the senior pastor's Bishop Ari Jackson. We're standing in faith for revival for our families. I'm excited to be here with you again, reminding you of your birthright to be an overcomer. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Our message today is the kingdom of God triumphs. Our key verse is found. In St. Matthew, chapter 6, verses 31 through 34. I want to welcome again Bishop R.A. Jackson. Good morning, everyone. He'll be joining us, and we'll close with a prayer for our families. Families of God, open your Bibles and turn with me to St. Matthew, chapter 6, starting at verse number 31. And it reads, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Families of God, we're talking about God kingdom. It triumphs. We start out with St. Luke chapter 17, verse 20 through 21, and it reads like this. It says, And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you families of the Most High God foundational to the New Testament truth is that the kingdom of God is a spiritual reality and dynamic availability to each person who receives Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord to receive him the King is to receive his kingly rule not only in your life and over your affairs but through your life and And by your service and love, the kingdom of God is within you. Jesus said the significance of this is that it signals a restoration, a wonderful potential for each believer reinstating something of rulership or dominion originally intended for humankind found in the book of Genesis chapter two verses 26 through 28. Jesus is king. He is king over all, but we must make it personal. It is our ability to confirm in our spirit that Christ is king and king alone that the apostle Paul describing this as our reigning in life through Christ Jesus found in the book of Romans chapter 5 verses 17 and 21 fathers and mothers sons and daughters. This is only possible if we abide in Christ According to St. John chapter 15, depending upon God's power and grace as we walk in the spirit, depending on him, putting all of our hope in him, continually living in his fullness. According to Romans chapter eight, of course, the entry point to such restored dominion to be grounded is in the cross where Jesus broke the curse that not only separated us from God which also deprived us from God's high intention for his beloved creation, man. But now Jesus' death and his resurrection, somebody, has provided the primary instruments, the acquiring possibility and the renewal power of restoration, whereby we may be able to be called sons and daughters somebody shout amen the kingdom of god it triumphs this kingdom is in you jesus said the kingdom of god is in you so when we begin to surrender our flesh and connect our spirit to the power that raised jesus christ from the dead when we begin to look toward the word look toward the spirit of god that power gives us the ability to be triumphant to to have the victory, to have dominion, and to have favor. Somebody said there's power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Taking a moment, families of God, to truncate what looks like our life. It's when ordinary people like you and me receive forgiveness of sins, and we're born again. We have open access to see and enter the kingdom of God is established within us there's a miracle of divine grace given along with faith in Christ secured through the cross the Bible never suggests either that there exists in man a divine spark but I know that something begins to happen when you call upon the name of Jesus and yet consistently and persistently Throughout all time, what happens is there's a full reconciliation, a return to the Father and restoration, a return to partnership with Him is now possible. We not only step into the kingdom, but also the Holy Spirit enables incarnation of the kingdom in us. Next, families of God in the Sermon on the Mount found in St. Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 7 and 27, Jesus outlines the primary attributes of people who receive the rule of the kingdom. He brings nine direct references to the kingdom are in this sermon calling for humility, a willingness to suffer persecution, earnest intention to God's commandments, a refusal to substitute false piety for genuine right behavior, a life of prayer. Prioritizing spiritual over material values and above all acknowledging Christ's Lordship by obeying the revealed will of God. Clearly, the authority of Christ hopes to delegate to his own is intended to be exercised by his disciples. Willingness to accept the renewal in soul and behavior. Saints of God as well. The rebirth through the forgiveness of our sins. Pastor Bree, what are you saying? I'm reading to you the notes on the kingdom of God. St. Matthew chapter five. Jesus starts to talk about the kingdom of God. He tells us the things that we must do. Somebody say. I must do this is not an inference or reference. It is Jesus speaking. He talks about being humble. He calls for humility. Then he lets us know that we must have a willingness to suffer persecution. Somebody is going to talk about you. Somebody is going to get the information wrong. Jesus says it. We believe it. And then he says, have an earnest intention to God, the father's commandments in earnest and don't substitute false humility, false piety for genuine right behavior. We can only handle, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to say that for so long, talking about others, but can't talk about yourself. Stop telling my testimony. What about your testimony? Somebody ought to wonder why you're looking at me instead of working out your own. Oh, Pastor Bree, come back to the sermon. He says, a life of prayer. And then he says, prioritizing spiritual things Over material values, seeking first the kingdom of God and all of these things, all of this stuff, all of those desires, all of those aspirations, all of the purposes of God will be fulfilled in you. And then he says, above all, acknowledge me as Lord by obeying the revealed will of God found in St. Matthew chapter five, starting at verse one down to verse number twenty seven. And to finish our summary, the authority of Christ hopes to delegate to his own is intended to be exercised by his disciples. That's you and me willingness to accept the renewal in soul and in our behavior, as well as the rebirth through the forgiveness of sin to these things obviously is called the kingdom the kingdom living and in ministry includes the expectation that the Holy Spirit begotten fruits and gifts will develop in you and in me the same spirit that distributes gifts a power for the kingdom service also works in you and me the same power that raised Jesus from the dead also works in you and me the same power begets kingly qualities of life love and And holy character according to St. John chapter 15 verse 1 through 17. Families of the most high God. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. According to Exodus chapter 19 verse number 6. Families of the most high God. If you're just now joining us preparing for worship and route to worship. And maybe you're at home today. We're talking about God kingdoms triumphs. Our key verse is found in St. Matthew Chapter 6, verses 31 through 34. Jesus had this question presented to him. Found in St. Matthew, chapter 15, verse 12. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended? And they heard this saying. But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Families of God, remember God's kingdom triumphs. The definition of the kingdom of God is assorted, but God is very clear. The word of God is very clear. It is Christ's authority, his rule on earth, the blessings and advantages of all kinds that flow through this rule. It's the subjects, you and I, of this kingdom taking collectively or the church dominion and power to pursue and fulfill the will of God. Our key words today, our key word today is triumph. It is the fact, it's the condition of being victorious, to be triumphant, to have victory, to have conquest. It is the significant somebody of success. It is noteworthy achievement. It is the instance or the occasion of victory. It is to gain a victory. It is to gain a mastery. It is to be successful somebody, to achieve success. It's a verb. It's a noun. It is the Power that we receive when we walk in the kingdom of God. Shout amen. Families of God are a foundational truth that we're standing on is found in Isaiah chapter 43 verse 13. Yea, before the day was I am he and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work and who shall let it? Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel for your sake. I have sent to Babylon and have bought down all their nobles and all their Chaldeans, whose cry is in the ships. I am the Lord, your holy one, the creator of Israel, your king. Families of God, taking a moment today to remember that when we feel like we're failing more than we're succeeding, we're losing more than we're gaining. Take a moment. And pray the kingdom of God, not my will, but thy will be done, O Lord. We must remember one of the names of God is El-Rohi, the God who sees me. Lord Jesus, one of your names is El-Rohi. Through this great name, you reveal your heart, God, in the uniquely powerful way. In this name, you remind us that you are with us as individuals. You see and thus you know everything we go through. Heavenly Father, when you saw Abraham on the mountaintop and witness his trusting you. You provided a ram as Jehovah Jireh. Likewise, as El-Rohi, you see where we are and how we respond. Because you see us, Lord Jesus, we can know and have confidence that we are truly known by you. And to be known by you is to truly not be forgotten. So this name comforts our families. We can have confidence. It comforts us greatly. We praise you because you are not a distant God. You are not one who stands afar off. Instead, O God, you are close Instead, O Lord, you see us. You are with us because you care. Mothers and fathers, sons and daughters, one of the names of God is El-Rohi. And when we feel alone and forgotten, we must remember God is there. We must not allow the upset of our life to bring about a downfall, but instead... Stand up and get to moving. And remember, your God is El-Rohi. He always sees. He knows all things. And he is always with you. Somebody shout, Amen. Finally, families. El-Rohi, he's not only a God who sees you, but he's a God who defends you. He's a God that we can make supplications to. He's our Heavenly Father. So we say, Lord, we ask you to act on our behalf. When you see us being wronged wrongfully and unfairly? We ask you to defend us and to vindicate us. When you see us being accused unjustly when others toll less and yet receive more? Reward, we ask you to see the diligence and the tenacity of our hearts and open doors for us that only you can open because you see us. You do not see me as humanity does, as other people see us. You do not judge us by our external appearances or the way that the world seems to judge us. You see our heart. You see our spirit. So we pray now when Nehemiah prayed so long ago, remember me with favor. Amen. Fathers, mothers, sons, and daughters coming back to God's kingdom triumphs. Exodus chapter 23 verse 22 says this to us. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thy enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries. And mine angels shall go before thee and bring thee in unto the Amorites, and the Hittites, and the Parasites, and the Canaanites, and the Habites and the Jebusites, and I will cut them off. Thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them, and quite break down their images." All praises be to God, families of God, family oneness, prayer circle. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. In speaking about the kingdom of God today, giving us the word of God, whereby we are victorious. We must remember the power of a testimony. Today, sharing some words from Jesus found in the book of St. John, chapter 15, verse number 27. And it reads, And you must also testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. Today, someone needs to testify. You will find that there is power when we testify, when we begin to speak up about the things that God has done for us. When we begin to show and embody the life of Christ. Families of God, when we testify, when we give glory to God, when we talk about the things that God has not only done for us, but what we're believing him to do for us and where he has brought us from, when we begin to testify, to speak up, to share with others, strangers and family coming and going on our job and in our home, when we testify to God. Jesus lets us know that when we testify, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. When we testify, when we stand up and begin to not only share, but tell it like we mean it. Somebody said, tell it like we mean it. When we testify as families of God, what we're believing God to do for our sons and our daughters, more than we indemnify our sufferings and our pains, what we go through, how we're feeling some kind of way, talking about other Instead of talking about ourselves, I'm talking to the family of God. When we testify about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for us, the blood of Jesus Christ begins to come upon us. And then the words of our testimony and the word of God promises us that we will overcome. There will be a better day. There will be a bigger day. And there will be a great reward because there is favor in the name of God. We must not fall from that old plan, from that old enemy to get us to start talking like we're indemnifying our sufferings, like we're looking for some type of payment or reward for our sufferings, for no one has suffered more than our Lord Jesus Christ. What we're looking for from our sufferings is a badge, a badge that says we are overcomers, a badge that says we're Experts when it comes to paying our bills with no money, we're experts when it comes to feeding our family with no food, we're experts when it comes to overcoming trials and tribulations. Somebody today, we're experts when it comes to people talking about us and we've done nothing wrong because they refuse to look at themselves. We're experts when it comes to people judging our actions but don't understand our testimony. We're experts when it comes to those speaking down to us. Instead of lifting us up and encouraging us, I'm talking to someone. Become an expert and being an overcomer. We're experts because we are in Christ Jesus somebody today. We will not spend this year talking about the sufferings of last year, but instead Instead, we will begin to testify about the goodness of our Lord and Savior. It's that trick from that old enemy that gets us as families of God to begin to wallow and look for indemnification instead of standing up for our authorization to have salvation. So I'm asking our families today. When you find yourself talking more about where you've been and what you've been through than where you're going and who's going to get you there, his name being Jesus, stop for a moment and say today, I choose salvation. Our supporting scripture is found in 1 John. Chapter three, verse one, it says, behold, what manner of love the father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God and it doeth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him for we shall see him. As he is, we see here that love was the reason love was the reason what manner of love the father hath bestowed, hath given to you and to me and to our families, to our sons and our daughters, that he gave us this gift to allow Jesus to pay the price for our sins. Love was the reason that gave us access to the kingdom of God. It was the love of God that gave us the ability to have the power of God. Active in our lives as families of God, we must shake ourselves and remind ourselves it was not our talent. No, it was not our upbringing. No, it's not what we've been through or what we survived through. It is the love of God that gives us access to the kingdom of God. You see that old trick from that old enemy is to get us to not remember the love because in the love of God, we can do right when we've been wrong. In the love of God, we can stand when we feel like falling. In the love of God, we can forgive when we feel like being unforgiving. In the love of God, we can finish the work and complete the mission of God. The enemy knows in the love of God, we can master some things. We have victory. We can be triumphant. We can tear his kingdom down. Saints of God, do not allow that old trick from that old enemy To deter you from the love of God, having it reign in your life, having it stand in your life, having it stand in your ministry, having it be a pinnacle for your family is the love of God. Families of God, our application is found in St. John chapter three at verse number twenty five. It says, and then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptizeth, and all men come to him. And John answered and said, A man received nothing except it be given him from heaven. Ye yourselves bear witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom. But. The friend of the bridegroom which standeth and heareth him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice that is my joy, therefore is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. Families of God, we find that there's always a question about... Who is greater and who is smaller? Somebody today, shake yourself and say, as long as I'm in the house, as long as I got a praise, as long as I got a testimony, God will be pleased with me. Somebody today, understand that even in the word of God, they came to John and said, the one that you bear witness of. Notice that they called him rabbi. Saints of God, the love of God says we have one Lord. There is one God, there is one spirit, there is one baptism. We must not allow the enemy to bring a kink in our armor. We must not allow him to sow the seed of dissension and division. That old trick, that old enemy is to get us not to love. As we start to study the kingdom of God, God kingdoms triumphs for our families and knowing the power that he's given us. Our first step today, and we walk in it is to love. Our first step today is to acknowledge that we've been given love by the highest order to acknowledge that love comes not from a feeling or an emotion, but from the divine power of God. Today, we talked about el rohi the name of god that says he sees us he sees where we've been where we're at and where we're going he knows his plans for us he knows where he's taking us and then we talked about the power of having a testimony the power of knowing in being able to speak up from what god has done for you i know for me if it had not been for my grandmother i had too had a praying grandmother who knew how to call on the name of Jesus, she began to pray for me. And through the years, my soul looks back and wonder how the Lord brought me over, but only through the love of God, only because of the love of God. As long as the enemy gives us reasons and justifications, entitlements, and tries to get us to indemnify, to make some type of, of, value on our sufferings then we can't receive we we can't receive the full love of God the full love of God I'm not questioning today saints and believers if you love the Lord I'm not questioning whether or not you love what God has done for you I'm not questioning whether or not you believe in the love of God I'm saying to you is your cup full is it full of love and running over can you show love regardless of the situation regardless of the past regardless of what you thought you knew or thought you heard i'm asking fathers mothers sons and daughters to stand on the true the pure love of god it's of great value it's a stealth weapon it will trap stomp and stop the enemy it will raise our children and strengthen our families the active and pure the power of the love of god and with that bishop jackson please come and share prayer for our families
2: amen and amen let us pray Lord God, your families today are stirring up the gift that you have given us. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your amazing love has been poured out for us at the cross and poured into us by the Holy Spirit. We want to taste and experience more of the depth and breadth and length and height of your amazing love. Help us to walk by faith. Help us to endure in suffering. Help us to fully embrace your Son, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. So pour out your love in our hearts in increasing measure by the power of your Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We stand on the word of God today, knowing that we do not speak in the words which men's wisdom teach. But which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spirit things with spiritual. We hear from your throne room today that the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. We had a question who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. We are victorious. We bless your name now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Someone say amen and amen.
1: Bless God, bless God. Thanks again for listening to Family Oneness, where we're sharing the word of God that encourages our hearts and connects us to the Lord. Bishop and I aspire to continually be a voice of one crying in the wilderness for our families, because we know from Genesis to Revelations, it's all about a bloodline, and that bloodline being the family of God. The Family Oneness Prayer Circle sends our best and love to you all. We ask you to continue to join us as we Study the word of God to build up our most holy faith to be a leader for our families. Remember, continue to send your prayer requests or send encouragement to a relative or friend. Share their name and city with our Family Oneness Prayer Circle. Write us at 836B Southampton Road, Box 335, Benicia, California, 945 or message us at srcof.org under prayer requests. I'm excited to be here with you weekly, encouraging our families. Our church family would like to invite you to join us for a powerful time in the Lord, where we're standing on the Word of God. Families are meeting up at the Rock. We're located at 611 Amador Street in the city of Vallejo, Our cross street is Florida. Services start on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Midweek services are Wednesdays at 6:30 p.m. More information can be found at srcof.org. Feel free to share your prayer requests with us online. Bishop and I look forward to seeing you there. We will see see you at The Rock. I am your host, Bree Jackson, a pastor at Solid Rock Cathedral Faith Church, where the senior pastor is Bishop R.A. Jackson, located at 611 Amador Street in Vallejo, California. Thank you so much for joining us today.